All right. Well, we're here for the Shuttlecock podcast. I'm here with Kayla Hobbins-Child. How are you doing? Good. Sleepy. Sleepy. <laughs> so, yeah, what, are you, what, are you, what have you been up to lately? Just school. Fucking school. I don't know. Nothing much, really. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so, so, you moved to Kansas City a year or two ago? Yeah, for... it was last... I moved here last August for school, mm. uh, for KCAI. Um, and yeah, I've been here, been here a year. It's crazy. And, um, so what, what was your kind of main focus at KCAI? So I'm doing printmaking. Mm. Um, I might do like a second like major in like fiber and work with like clothes and stuff. Mm. Is that like fashion? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of noticed that like just by like following you on Facebook and Instagram and everything that like. You're always out shopping and oh, yeah. putting together, like, <laughs> kind of crazy outfits. Yeah, so. I spent, like, $100 today at the flea on, like, clothes. <laughs> New cowboy hat, snakeskin cowboy hat. I'm excited about it. <laughs> mm. But, yeah, so you're you're in town to do KCAI, and mm-hmm. um, you're originally from the Denver area? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm from Denver. Well, like, the suburbs of Denver. Mm. But, like, I worked in Denver, so, yeah, technically Denver. Mm. So. So, so I was curious what it was just kind of like in general growing up there. It was cool. I mean, I lived in the suburbs, so it was like very suburban life, like very boring childhood. And then when I was in my 20s, I started going to like Rhinoceropolis, rest in peace, <laughs> and like just like DIY venues that are, a lot of them are shut down now. But that kind of like got me into like the punk scene and stuff it was just like going to like shows there was mm. like just super DIY and really cool what kind of a spot was a uh, rhinoceros so it was like a warehouse space mm. kind of similar to awful house uh there was like built like cubbies and stuff like for people to live in and then there was a kitchen space and the front space was like the show space and then next door there was uh, another space and the next door that was another space so there was like three spaces right next to each other um which was really cool um but a bunch of creative people like lived there so that was cool place and how did you first kind of discover that space oh I don't remember um I feel like it was just through friends maybe talking about it I think because it was like just such like a mix of like art and music scene so I'm sure some of my artist friends like told me about it and I would just start going to shows like alone there and stuff like that Hmm. um yeah it's cool and uh what what kind of bands were you were you seeing at that point and like, how, how old do you think you were? Like, I think when I was you were like, going? maybe when I first started going to Rhino, it was maybe like 20, 21, 22, around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one of the coolest shows I saw was Ice Age when they were like babies. They were like all like really little, like 18 years old or something, like when I first saw them play there, like 18 and 19. Um, just like weird noise shows, like weird experimental stuff. It was really cool. I saw like a lot of really random stuff, but. I, like, couldn't even stand being at shows because I was really sensitive to, like, the noise and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just funny that now I'm, like, super into it. <laughs> do you think you, like, specifically had to, like, overcome that? Or do you think mm-hmm. you just kind of... I did, yeah. I had to work really hard to overcome the, like, sensitivity to, like, noise. And being trapped in, like, a crowded show was always really hard for me. So I kind of had to, like, force myself to deal with it. But it helped me a lot. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so is it kind of exciting for you to see a space like Awful House pop up? I know, like, I talked 
with Noelle about this like a couple of weeks ago and she was really excited just that it was finally a thing. It's amazing. Oh my God. Like they're doing such a good job. Like so many cool shows have been put on there already. It seems like people are like floating shows to them, which is really cool. And it seems like they're doing a lot of really cool, like electronic, like noise stuff. Maybe mm. I haven't really been to any of those shows, but I'm so stoked that that place is around. I hope it stays around for a while. Um, try to donate some money to them or get them get them going because mm. yeah it's awesome yeah so yeah what were what would you say your kind of first like forays into like visual artwork because you so you're doing printmaking now mm-hmm. and you're interested in fibers so what when like when do you think you really decided that you wanted to pursue art like that I think when I was like a like literally like a little kid I was like in elementary school and I was like the artist like of the school like me and my best friend Brian Stremick um we were like the little artists of our class and stuff and my mom's an artist so it just kind of from there and then high school I was like in the art class and like I was like yeah I'm gonna go to art school like it's my dream and then I went to Baltimore for a year to go to school and art school, but I was like 18, so I was like terrified. And then I didn't go back. And then I was like on a mission to like finish my art degree. So that's why I'm here now. So, yeah. And what what made uh, KCAI a good fit for you? I think because it's like so close to Colorado. Mm. I mean, it's not close. You know, it's like nine hour drive, but. Um, Also, I I was really into the punk scene here, too. Like, I was like, man, that'll be sick if I can, like, go to school and go to shows and, like, have a cool music scene to be a part of because that's, like, kind of where I fit in now. I don't really fit in with, like, the art kids, really, Um, and, like, Beta Boys. I'd, like, seen videos of, like, Beta Boys and, like, New Cole, and I saw, like, videos in the basement of, like, Gacy's, and I was like, oh, my God, that looks so fun. Like, I really want to, like, be in that scene. And then, of course, like, right after I moved here, they, like, all moved away. (laughs) I was like, no. I was very sad. Yeah, so you've kind of had to be part of that rebuilding yeah, process mm-hmm, almost. Yeah, like we have all been like trying to like get new bands going and I'm really happy that like Nightcrawlers is happening and like all these new bands are coming out because Casey needs it really bad. Mm-hmm. And what do you think the like the disconnect is for you between you and some other KCAI students? Like why, do you, why don't you kind of hang out with them? I more? think it's like the age thing because mm-hmm. I'm older. I'm, like, 27, so, like, you know, they're all, like, 18 to, like, 21, and so it's just hard to connect, and I also have a lot more, like, life experience than them. Um, I mean, there's a lot of really great artists there and a lot of great people there, but I just haven't, like, really vibed with anyone. I feel like I stick out, like, a sore thumb. Like, when I walk around campus, I just kind of have this hat on or something, and people, like, stare at me, and I'm like, isn't this art school? Like, aren't we all supposed to be, like, weirdos? Like, I don't really get it. Like, I thought that that's where I fit in, but I just feel like I don't fit in there. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. It's not something you you worry about too much, or? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I mean, it'd be cool to make, like, really cool, like, connections and lifelong friends there, but I just haven't, just hasn't really happened for me, which sucks, Mm. but. Mm. And, um, so, I've always been kind of excited like I I never truly had like I don't I think I was too young to truly have like a big new metal phase but I see you're you're always excited when <laughs> like you find some cool like corn video or something like that no yeah tell me about <laughs> new metal <laughs> oh this is making me so happy right now so uh in um eighth seventh or eighth grade I became a mall goth 
<laughs> it was a great, great life decision. Yeah. Great, great thing to do in high oh, school. Oh, yeah. I was, I like only shopped at Hot Topic. I, you know, put a bunch of black around my eyes. I got called a raccoon a lot. Mm. I got called a poser when I was like in eighth grade because I would wear like fake like skate shoes and stuff like, like Etnies or whatever. And like, I didn't even skate or like, what was it? Like DC or something. Mm. I don't remember. But yeah, then I was like a full on mall goth in like ninth grade. And literally my favorite bands were like Korn, like Evanescence, like Linkin Park, like System of a Down, like Disturbed, like all of those. I was like my shit. Like, and like, honestly, like, it's like, like I've, I've been listening to new metal more lately and it's like, honestly, like good to me. I don't know. It's like still a part of me, I guess. Mm. I don't know. What, what do you, what do you think the like initial appeal for you was like, what made you excited about it? I don't know. I don't really know. I think just like, I think I was always kind of a weirdo. And so I think it just naturally just happened. Like maybe just going to the mall with my friend and seeing a topic and just being super into it, you know? And then, I eventually got out of that mall goth phase in high school because I guess you kind of go through phases. But um, there was this girl that I knew. Her name was Sydney, and she was, like, a goth kid, and I thought she was so cool. And I was like, man, I want to be your friend. <laughs> We're friends still, but it's just funny. Did you en- never end up seeing, like, any of those bands, like, in concert? And Actually, yeah. I did. I saw, uh, do you know where Red Rocks is yeah. in Colorado? So it was like a Red Rocks, like music festival type thing, and Corn played. Uh, it was like The Doors played or something weird, and like Fifty Cent, and then I'm pretty sure like Evanescence or someone played. So I got to see some of those bands. I think I also got to see like Good Charlotte and like New Found Glory there too when I was like growing up. That was really fun. Yeah, that's a great lineup. Did you did you ever end up at Warp Tour, or was that not I quite your thing? I actually never did. Yeah. I kind of wish I did <laughs> go to Warp Tour, but yeah, I never got to go, mm. unfortunately. And yeah, so I always enjoy when I go over to like Stacy's place or some of my friends' houses, and they have the the Family Values yes. Tour mm-hmm. VHS on. I'm like, oh, this is man. just guaranteed entertainment. It's, oh, it's so good. Yeah, Tubi always puts it on. It's so sick. The corn, like, behind the scenes, like, parts. So cool. Mm. Family values. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. um, Another thing that I've kind of noticed just by, like, viewing your art over, like, Mm -hmm. the last year, like, you you have a lot of focus on, like, faces Mm -hmm. and, like, a lot of cool contours and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So where, where do you think that really stems from? I don't know. I've been into it for a long time. Like, I just kind of started drawing faces just as, like, a comfort thing, like, growing up. And then I just kind of stuck with it, and I can't seem to get out of that phase. And I've turned it more into, like, abstract, like, shapes kind of faces. Mm. But And I've always been really into, like, masks and stuff like that, too. So I think it, like, kind of lends really well with, like, the things that I draw, too. Mm. And the mask-like, I guess. And I, I think I see, like, kind of clowns pop up pretty oh, often, yeah. too. So. Oh, yeah. The oh, whole yeah. just weirdo mass clown yeah. thing. Uh-huh. I love that. Turns into it. One year I was like a Piero for Halloween, which is like a vintage clown, like the big flowy costume and like the pointed hat with like the mm. little like pom-poms. Did like <laughs> nobody like quite get it and like you were kind of bummed out or like did it not really matter? <laughs> I think people just saw it as a clown, Yeah. which I guess it is, I guess, but 
Oh, yeah, we went to the flea today, and there was, like, so many weird little creepy clown figurines. I was very happy. What, what makes that clown in specific uh, interesting? Oh, like a Piero? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just because I love the 20s. It's, like, very 20s. Mm. And I love the costumes. I love, like, the half and half, like, black and white kind of, or just, like, I don't know, something about it. Mm. Maybe the sad face. Like, they always have, like, little tears and... Stuff like that. I like to do in my art too. Would would you say that you know like you're you're an expert on like different eras of clown uh, outfits and stuff? <laughs> I don't know. I'm yeah. not like a big clown expert, but um, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I never thought about it like that. Mm. That's that. That'd be a cool research project. Yeah. Like eras of clowns, like evolution of clowns. Have you seen it yet? I was about to say yeah. no. I haven't actually. I want to. Have you? Yeah, it was pretty solid. Was it good? I, I liked was it. Creepy. Yeah, it was pretty, like, I wasn't, like, there weren't really many, like, terrifying moments in it, but, like, yeah. it, I, I think it kind of is meant to be a, almost more of a thriller than a, a horror movie, so, yeah, I was, I was into it. Yeah, I want to see it. Um, I get really scared easy by movies, like, scary movies, mm. so I'm, like, scared, but also I feel like I would feel like it's sick to watch. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of good, like, visual effects and stuff. Also, I love, what's-his-face, Finn Wolfhart or whatever from Stranger Things. Yeah. I want to watch it because he's in it. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix is really excited to, like, she kind of just fangirled out yeah. over, like, yeah, like, yeah, and Stranger Things coming back and, like. Mm, I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, so, yeah, eventually, you know, after living here for maybe, an, not even a year, I think, like, you, you started Nightcrawlers. So, um, yeah, explain to me uh, just that band. Yeah, so um, I had already been friends with, like, Bennett and Jack and, like, um, I think towards, like, the end of last year, like, they just straight up asked me, they were like, you should front, like, a band. And mm -hmm. I was like, what? Okay, I mean, I guess. And Sailor was in town, um, and she kind of is like learning how to play the drums or at the time she was kind of learning and she like really wanted to play drums and like we were just like messing around a little bit and like we wrote like our first song like I think um at uh Max's house what's that house called uh, second base second base yeah I think we were like just playing it like messing around in there and just like came up with our first song and then like we kind of stopped, like, doing Nightcrawler stuff just because it just wasn't happening because we just have kept having to go through different, like, drummers and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so it just wasn't really working out. So eventually we got um, Jake as our um, drummer. So then it just kind of went from there. And, like, yeah, they're just so crazy good at writing songs. Mm. And, like, Jake is a good backup. Like, he can just, like, pick up on what they're writing and stuff and, like, add to it. And I just like to make the lyrics like dark and creepy and like very personal and like very like self-deprecating <laughs> and um I just like to perform I like to like wear masks and like costumes and stuff and like make it very visual because mm. I I get really bored at shows I like when like bands like put on like a lot of energy and like a lot of performance are the shows I get most excited about so I just kind of wanted to do that I guess mm. yeah, are you ever like afraid or just like turned off by a band that you would think is like gimmicky though for like dressing up or just being crazy on I purpose. I see what you mean. Yeah. I can see what you're saying. Like, um, like that one band, like the cops, like mm -hmm. if they all wear the cop costumes, 
Like, yeah, that's, like, a little much. So I can see, and people even tell me, like, that my that it's, like, oh, mask and costume, okay, that's gimmicky. But I, I think I, I think where it comes from is, like, I'm more confident when I'm in, like, a type of persona. Mm. I'm not very confident when it's just, like, my face and myself out. So it, like, even if it is gimmicky and people see it as gimmicky, gimmicky, like, I guess I don't really care <laughs> because it helps me perform. Mm. And, you know, I guess I just, like... I don't know, like my there's this band. Do you know who Goon is from Colorado? Um, I've I've heard of them. I don't think I've ever seen them or anything. Well, Alex um, Fiedler, who uh, fronts the band, he like wrote all the songs. Um, but he he'll like often wear some kind of costume or like one time he wore a cape and was like throwing glitter around and like one time he had this like crazy moss like jacket on and like I was really inspired by that because you don't really see that like people putting that much effort into each performance and making it different mm. so that's what like inspired me so I guess like I didn't really see that as gimmicky so I don't know I think if it was like a very specific costume that I wore every time maybe that'd be gimmicky but yeah, yeah I see what oh you're yeah saying. you're pretty good at switching it yeah, up I try so to switch it up yeah, so you've you've had the the plastic bag mm-hmm. mask uh, you have like kind of like a like that, the all black one that you, uh-huh. the, yeah, and there's probably like one or two others. Yeah, the are, red one with like the weird devil face. Oh yeah, that it, was good. The stocking one, and then I just recently got some really cool masks at Savers, uh, like Halloween masks that I'm really excited about. So like I'm literally gonna hit up all the Halloween shops and like try to find as many creepy masks. Yeah, it's probably a good time of year to. <laughs> Yeah. Be, be in the mask business. Yeah, and I also want to make my own more, too. Mm. I kind of started doing that, like that black one with the face on it and painted on it, but, I, yeah, I want to make my own. Is that something, like, you've explored as a part of your schoolwork? It was kind of, in a way, like, in the it's always something I've wanted to try, but I've never actually tried making my own masks for my art, but it's something I really want to do because there's there are some artists who, like, actually physically make them, like, knit them or, like kind of create them with fabric which is really cool so I kind of want to explore that mm. and um so what was that thing yeah so should people expect like a really crazy Halloween time set oh, from yeah. like oh, do, is, so do you guys have a, a show booked around Halloween yet we, I've been trying to talk to Bennett about like trying to book a Halloween show mm. and I want to do like a cover show or just something or just I yeah I just want to dress up yeah it's gonna yeah. be crazy <laughs> I don't think Kansas City has really even had like a huge Halloween like cover show in like a few years really? too so huh. that could be a good opportunity yeah Denver had one last year and I missed it because I was here I was really bummed about it but what, what, what happened at that show it was a bunch of Denver bands or different Denver musicians who came together like in the punk scene and like kind of like weirdo art scene there like came together and like put together a Halloween show and like did covers I think my friends covered a band I don't it's not coming to me right now but it looked really fun I was so bummed I missed it Mm. so what what kind of differences would you say that there are between like Kansas City's punk scene and somewhere like Denver I think Denver, Denver's, like, very, like, weirdo punks, like, kind of noise-based. Mm-hmm. I think um, Kansas City has a really good, like, straight-up, like, punk hardcore influence, mm-hmm. you know, like, Midwest hardcore kind of going on, um, like, when bands like Beta Boys and stuff were, like, around. 
Um, I think there's a lot more, like, like, I love the way Kansas City punks dress a lot, like, very, like, decked out, like, studs, like, stuff like that. Like, Denver has, like, a street punk scene. I haven't really seen that here in Kansas City as much, but maybe I'm just not a part of that scene. But um, there's definitely some similarities. I think Denver just has, like, noisy weirdos. It's Mm. cool. And it has, like, a few, like, youth attack bands too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah, Civilized, Culture Shock. Uh, like Native Degree, I don't know. I don't think they were Youth Attack, but yeah. um, City Hunter. Oh yeah, City Hunter. Yeah, that, that's a band with a kind of a crazy. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess persona. that could be considered gimmicky in a way, but <laughs> no, City Hunter is sick. A lot of people have a lot of issues that I know with like what goes on with City Hunter, um, but I personally love City Hunter. I think. What What happens with that band? Well, so uh, James, the singer, wears like a black mask and like paints his whole eyes like black. Like it's creepy as mm. hell. It's not like black faced or anything, but like, and then one show he literally was carrying a knife and he, like he had it to his side and I was so scared. I thought <laughs> someone was actually going to get stabbed. No, it was fine. But um, there was one, I think like their, I don't know if it's their album cover or something, but like, or no, it was at a show like one or two times where he was carrying like a, like a fake head. It was like a woman's head, like by the hair, like mm. dripping blood and stuff. So some people kind of see it as like abusive in a way, which I can totally understand that. But um, I think City Hunter is really cool. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Denver bands go hard, like City Hunter, Native Degree, stuff like that. But I think uh, since like the falling of like Rhino and like all the DIY spots, I feel like it's kind of gone away a little bit. Mm. I think people are also in like different places in their lives. Like uh, Zach Rainey is like kind of not doing Civilized anymore, um, doing other projects and like Native Degree, like uh, he has a baby (laughs) now. So it's just like crazy to see like how it's changed Mm. like since I left. I don't know. Yeah, and I I see like... I've never made it to one of them, but I know Zach kind of brings his visual art to mm-hmm. Kansas City every once in a while. Like, he'll have, like, stuff installed in galleries. Yeah, he did so. have a show here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think he's represented by someone who has a gallery here. Mm. Yeah, and it's like, I, I really don't know all that much about visual art, but, like, there is kind of, like, a weird, like, pop art sense mm-hmm. to what he does, I think. Yeah, I like, totally can see that. Because he'll, like, incorporate, like, yin-yang symbols mm-hmm. and, like the the cool s or whatever uh-huh. like and i think that's kind of funny to see him do that yeah it's very like tongue-in-cheek he also kind of did a show kind of that was very because he's like grew up as like a punk kid like he was like a crusty little punk kid growing up in high school and so he kind of brings this like punk into his art yeah like like yeah it's super cool mm-hmm. like he did he made this one piece that was like made from like old like his old punk like denim jackets like just cut up and like all of his patches and stuff it was really cool denim cut up denim it's a cool piece yeah and i guess just to further geek out about like denver hardcore bands like negative degree has always ruled yeah like they, i think they're the the denver band that has made it to kansas city like the most and they uh-huh. kind of made friends with a lot of people yeah, here it seems like they have a good connection here and that um, seven inch is great mm-hmm. and the the culture shock lp that came mm-hmm. out is probably my favorite hardcore lp this year yeah so yeah there's there's a lot of cool, yeah, stuff. cool it, stuff you do you miss it pretty hard sometimes oh yeah i was yeah. thinking about it yesterday how much i miss the scene there i miss my friends and like i miss shows there um but kansas city's been holding up there's been some good shows here so i'm stoked mm. about that 
do you, do you see yourself going back one day or? I don't know. Yeah. It's like taken over. It's like being taken over by like yuppies, just people just wanting to move there for the weed and like all that. Like it's just, there's so many people there now. I just feel like I got like pushed out in a way. Mm. Like my parents even like just feel like they're getting pushed out of like their home. And that's like really scary because there's just so many people there now. So I feel like maybe someday I will because I miss it a lot. But it just seems like people just kind of, people that I know that are just kind of like, not forgot about me, but I just feel like kind of like an outsider now because mm. I've just been so a part of Kansas City. So Because yeah, you have gone back like once or twice mm-hmm. since yeah, you've been, been here, right? Yeah, a few times. Mm. And like was it, yeah, so I'm guessing it was a little weird going back It was back a little here. weird, yeah. You know, you can tell who your real friends are when you are gone from somewhere for a long time and then you go back and, like, see who is really your your true friends because they want to see you when you're in town for a little bit. So um, it's just weird, definitely weird. Mm. And so aside from uh, Nightcrawlers, since you've been here, you I think you've, like, contributed a little bit to Bennett's obscenity plugs project you played some keys on that or well that's what we're trying to do yeah. i haven't like actually recorded anything yet i think we just haven't really sat down and worked on it mm. he like kind of showed me some stuff and like but he wants me to like make up my own parts and stuff but yeah i was gonna ask him like i thought he was gonna yeah. be with you so what how would you really describe that project if if you it's like it? very like soft like bedroom kind of music but it's also like sad boy kind of music like very like sad lyrics and stuff mm. Like, his, his, he's a really great songwriter. Like, he's just really good at capturing, like, a certain style of music, but, like, putting his own, like, twist on it. Or, like, he's just really great at writing lyrics, too. Like, really compelling. I, I'm surprised he's not, like, famous yet. <laughs> like, he should be. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's got a shot. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, I've got some roommates home. Um... So, oh, I had another Bennett question, but he's not here. <laughs> oh, were, were, you, were you bummed out seeing Drippy's breakup? Or? I was sad. It yeah. just seemed like it was inevitable, though. I think it was, like, coming to an end. I think that, like, Noah's, like, kind of in a different place in his life. So I, I can totally understand. But I, I miss the Drippies a lot. Mm. It was sad to see their last show, for sure. Yeah, and the last show, pretty nuts. They had uh, Nosferatu there. Oh, yeah. Was, oh, oh, I love them. Probably one of the best punk sets of the year so far. That was far. definitely probably, like, one of my favorite shows. Yeah, what are, what are some of your favorite, like, punk shows of the summer or even just the year so far? I think definitely Nosferatu. That was insane. People, like, breaking stuff, like, getting bloody, like, super violent. That was so cool. And I just love that band. Um, it just sucks that the PA kind of sucks down there. Yeah. Couldn't really hear much, but... Um, the you weren't there, but the last control test show. Oh yeah, I was that really one. good. People were breaking stuff, breaking like cinder blocks and like. That's what makes a good show, right? Yeah, and yeah. people love breaking stuff in that that basement. Stacy's. It's it's really spacious. It's There's fun. lots yeah. of stuff to break. So yeah, kind of lends itself. People keep breaking all the chairs that I like to sit on. No, yeah, practice. <laughs> no, because because Phoenix came with me to the. There, there was a, it was Warm Bodies with Mala Leche. Yeah. And, like, someone brought down, like, a rocking chair. And, yeah. like, Phoenix was like, that was a really nice rocking chair. Why'd they break that? I'm like, I guess it was fun. But, yeah, that, that was a cool chair. I know. That was the chair I like I liked to use to sit on because that basement is so gross. I'm, like, such a neat freak. It's just, it's so funny that I'm, like, a little punk kid because I'm, like, very, I just can't stand being yeah. in, like, dirty punk houses all the time. Yeah, you, you keep your, <laughs> your, your own space pretty clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but yeah, I guess people should 
uh, donate chairs if uh, yes. they... Because <laughs> soon there will be nowhere to sit at Stacy's place. Maybe I should bring my own folding chair or something. Every <laughs> time set up a lawn to, chair yeah, in the, in the front row. Ugh. No, yeah, because it's, it's funny. Sometimes, like, well, there used to be that couch in the Blind Tiger basement, mm-hmm. and people would just shove it up in front of the stage and That's sit so down. funny. But I... I'm pretty sure someone puked at, on it at oh. some point, probably, and they threw it away or something. I haven't seen it in a while. So if you if you have the Blind Tiger couch, <laughs> shoot me a DM. I want to I want to know where that is. I know, me too. I miss that couch. I, I, have, I have to just sit on one of the like the subwoofer things mm-hmm. when anytime I'm down there and. Yeah, because you have to stay down there. Because. Well, I, I've kind of start like nobody really quite cares. I kind of just venture upstairs now, yeah. but like. I, I wish I could just have a couch to sit on. <laughs> I love to sit. That's one of my pastimes. <laughs> um, yeah, what are some of just your broader goals for, like, your your art? Mm, that's hard. Like, I love making art, but it's, like, not as fun as it used to be for me. So it's, like, I know I want to do art in the future. I don't really know where I want to go because I want to do stuff with fashion too so I don't know maybe try to find a way to blend fashion and art together maybe like I want to like have my own like like my own like magazine or something kind of similar to what you're doing I think that's so cool like you just kind of are like producing your own kind of stuff and like being your own being your own boss which I want to do like I want to like be my own boss someday with like art and stuff Mm. I don't want to like work for a company and like have someone tell me what to do um, if I continue printmaking, it'd be cool to find a shop to work in. I want to work with oddities, stuff like that would be cool. Um, I don't really know. I'm just like, I thought I knew what I wanted and now I just don't really know what I want mm. to do. Yeah, it's tough going to, going to school and having to just have that foresight and like not everybody really just has it and that's, uh, it's not a bad thing, but yeah, it's something... I guess a lot of people have to really struggle with at some point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. No, that's okay. Um, what, what, what else I got here? Um, yeah, so what, what, um, what does uh, Nightcrawlers have coming up? I know the the demo has been recorded. Yeah, it's and, been recorded. They mm. they're all waiting on me to finish the art for it cuz I like want to make it like the sickest thing I've ever made and make it like make it like super creepy. So they're all just like waiting on me to like get th- we were finished recording it like a couple months ago. Mm. I might re-record my vocals though cuz I've never recorded anything before. So like hearing myself like I was like, "Oh my god." Like there's so much I hate about my voice on the demo. So I might we might re-record it, but once I get this art done, probably within the next like week or two, we should be putting the 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 Bandcamp like demo out, mm. and probably start making tapes because we're gonna probably tour maybe. Yeah, where do you where do you hope to go on tour? So probably maybe like like we're, we're talking about having like a New Year's Eve kickoff show, having like a big party, and then just like touring for like a week, like Midwest, like hitting up like. Maybe St. Louis, probably um, Oklahoma, or no, not Oklahoma, that's the other way. What were we talking about? Oh, Chicago, for sure, like Minneapolis. Um, just, like, do a little loop mm. like around the Midwest, like North Midwest area. Yeah, ho- hopefully it's just not covered in snow completely. I know, that's a thing. But with, you know, global warming, it'll be fine. <laughs> like, you know, 
this, I'm sure the winters are going to be like pushed out farther and farther now. So, but yeah, I'm hoping the weather's not crazy because mm. I don't really know. Winter's kind of a weird time to tour. Did, did that? Did that ever prove to be a challenge while living in Denver? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. Denver had crazy winter storms. It's not as bad as it used to be, but like living in the suburbs and then driving to Denver for work, like was a nightmare. Yeah, it sucked. Seems like winters here are pretty mild, pretty yeah, just cold happen, and really. like gloomy. It seems not as much snow as mm. I was thinking there would be. Those ice storms are like crazy though. Like when it's just like pure ice on the roads. Mm. I don't know. Those are scary. But yeah, so you were saying you kind of like I don't know if you were hesitant or not, but like you were kind of just taken aback by like being asked to sing in the band. Like so, you oh, you yeah. hadn't like played in any bands before or played any instruments or well I'm like a classical like classically trained like pianist and like Mm. violinist so I can like play classical music and I've always wanted to be in a band and all my friends are always like you look like you should just be in a band I was like (laughs) okay (laughs) like that's cool I've just never really sang before Mm. and I was very nervous it was like very hard for me to like break the ice and like just actually just start writing and like singing I don't feel like I'm the best, you know. I feel like Michaela has, like, killer voice and can just, like, shred with her vocals, and I'm just, like, very timid. Um, it's hard for me. I have a, like, I have a quiet voice, <laughs> so it's really hard to be in, like, a kind of weird-out punk band. But I was, I, was, I was flattered, and I'm excited it's happening because it's fun. It's fun to, like, get that out. Get, it's, like, a good outlet mm. to, like, sing. And you, you mentioned that you were excited about uh, the band Goon, and but are there a lot of other places that you really like consciously like draw inspiration from um definitely my very first like inspiration for vocals was like exit order i just love the way she sings like Mm. the power in her voice is so cool yeah visually um i don't really know i think i just kind of it just comes from my closet i just like whatever i can find in my closet i'll throw it on Mm. (laughs) <laughs> just to, like, you get use of all the weird stuff I have in my closet. <laughs> mm. But um, when when did you start playing, like you said, piano and violin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, piano when I was, like, six years old, and then violin when I was, like, I, w- I was in, like, fifth grade. So how old are you in fifth grade? Like, 10? Yeah, probably, like, 10, like 10 11, or, 12. Yeah, yeah, around there, started violin. I was in, like, orchestras and stuff. I did orchestra, like, in high school, and then, like, in, like, college in Colorado, I did that for a little bit. It was fun. I miss it a lot. Definitely two different universes, punk and then, like, classical. Yeah, was, was that something that your your parents just, like, wanted you to do at first? Or? I think, yeah, I was just put into piano lessons when I was a kid, and I honestly didn't really like doing it, like... I hated practicing. I hated going to lessons. I don't think you hear about many kids that are excited to do piano lessons. It's like, I mean, I'm glad I did it. I wasn't ever trained, like, the best. Like, my teacher was pretty lax with me. So, like, I could be, like, crazy good. You know, I just never practiced, and I was lazy about it. Mm. But, I I mean, I like playing. I think I'm excited to do, like, obscenity plugs, like, just playing the little keyboard and, Mm. like, messing around with that. Do you you still have... Like, do you, do you find time to play and practice? I just, like, don't have a keyboard or a piano, or my violin is in Colorado, so I, like, I'm probably so bad at violin now. <laughs> um, 
I want to, or maybe there's like a place in Kansas City that has like practice. If someone has a <laughs> piano to donate to Kayla, please yeah, reach please out. Let me know. <laughs> I want to play it. I know that um, Emma was selling a keyboard. I need mm. to hit her up. <laughs> but uh, what what were did did do you have like any really like fond memories of like playing an orchestra and doing piano music back then? Yeah, I mean, piano was just, like, recitals every so often. Um, I got really bad stage fright when I got older. I couldn't play recitals anymore. Um, Orchestra was super fun. I just like being, like, making a really big sound with, like, an entire orchestra is really cool. Um, And, like, I, I was kind of hoping to, like, maybe be in, like, a symphony one day or something, but that just probably not going to happen at this point unless I take lessons again or something, but yeah. It can be that hard to pick up, you know, you can, yeah. should, should well, uh, might, might throw a little violin on the next Nightcrawler. Ooh, release, I don't know, so. maybe, that'd be fun, that'd be cool. Yeah, that could be well, hard maybe to Maybe obscenity in. plugs, I feel like it would go really well with that style, like just some soft violin noise in the background. No, yeah, because <laughs> Bennett, ha- you mentioned he has like kind of the bedroom pop yeah. style of mm-hmm. songwriting that he can do pretty well. And, you know, if you listen to, like, any of the recent, like, Alex G records, mm-hmm. like, he has all sorts of just weird yeah, instrumentation like weird. on those. So I don't think it's too far-fetched yeah. to yeah. have that on there. No, I definitely... Yeah, when he found out I played violin, he was like, what? <laughs> he was like, we should totally do that for... But, um, oh, yeah, Alex G is playing The Bottleneck yeah. in October. I want to go to that. Really yeah, bad. yeah, I, I saw him open for Fleet Foxes, like, Oh, yeah, that, a, a yeah month I think ago. you were the one that told me about that show. And... That was it was probably one of my favorite sets of the year. He was insane. So what's been your favorite um like punk or show, any show, I guess, for the year? Like what's been your standout like shows? Mm. Well last night I saw Vince Staples, that's not a punk show, but like I saw him open for Gorillas and that was probably oh, one of my okay. favorite rap sets of the year. Also seeing Migos open for future. Uh-huh. Like mm, yeah. But punk shows I mm, that's that's hard to say. Nosferatu is definitely up there. Yeah. Um. Ooh, that skeleton show was sick. Were you there for yeah, that? Yeah, skeleton with uh, combat. Skeleton. I I think st- skeleton kind of stole the show on that one. Combat's a great band, but like I don't know, it was kind of hard to like latch on to. Like they were just playing so fast that it, you couldn't really. Yeah, it was a little disconnected, up. and I know that there was troubles with the mic. Mm. And the sound, and also for me, when we played that show, because we opened, the the sound just went went terrible. It was so bad. Like, (laughs) it was such a bummer because I wanted it to be really good, but um, Skeleton killed it. Yeah. It's it's not usually too bad at Blind Tiger, but I I guess there are off nights. I think their speakers, like, were out or something. They got new speakers or something. Yeah, someone told me that they're kind of upgrading the sound system soon, so that'll be cool. That's the hard thing about playing different spaces is, like, getting used to like how the sound is there because you want it to be like you want people to hear you and stuff but it's hard with vocalists because you usually can't really hear them a whole whole Mm. lot but would you say you have a a favorite spot to play usually awful house has been great there's Mm. like lots of space to move their sound is nice because it just like echoes in that warehouse space um stacy's is always fun but it's just their sound is really bad Mm. Maybe someone needs to donate them a new PA or something. I'm guessing like Snake Tank is kind of in between oh, those yeah. two. I yeah. like Snake Tank a lot, actually. All the shows we've played at Snake Tank have been great. I love Snake Tank a lot. Yeah, they, the sound has been good there too. It's mm. been great. Um, yeah. What would sh- can you 
is there anything in Kansas City that you're really just excited about right now? You can even, like even outside of music, like what what are you stoked on right now? I don't know. That's hard. I feel so disconnected from everything. Mm. Like, I feel like I don't really get to go out and do much. Mm. Um, I mean, there's a lot of great artists and stuff. Lots of good things. I'm just not really tuned in with the art scene here very much. Mm. Um, I just want more shows to happen. I just want more. I want to see more music. I want new bands to come up. I'm excited to tour. I'm excited. I don't know. I don't know. I just want to like explore. Kansas there, are, there are any good good restaurants? Any good shops you've been Ooh. to lately that you've been excited about? Well, the f- Antique River Market Antiques was really cool today. Mm. That was really exciting. I just love thrifting. I love going to like Savers. The Savers in Kansas City, like the suburbs, are like super lit. Mm. Um, restaurants. I just me and Bennett have been eating at that place in Westport called like the Corner Restaurant or whatever. Mm. It's like like a brunch spot, like breakfast food. It's so good, like so good. But I feel like when I first moved here, I was kind of like let down on the Kansas City food here. Yeah. I was like, I don't know, it's just like not that good. You do you not do barbecue or That's a lot of chicken? I'm a vegetarian, okay, yeah, so yeah. I can't I can't eat all the barbecue. I just I'm trying to find some good like barbecue tofu or mm. something. But like the food here is like kind of like hasn't been as good to me. But maybe I'm just not finding the right spots. Like, I mean, like I love like Jerusalem Cafe. Um, I've been wanting to try some like Mexican restaurants like in the in the Westport area. What's that one called? Port Fonda or whatever. Yeah. Or there's a bunch of like, there's a few Mexican restaurants Mm. I want to try. But uh, yeah, you're saying that you're excited by the the savers that Kansas city has. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know when you were in Denver, you worked at uh, the Buffalo Buffalo exchange. Exchange, Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. I worked there for three years. That's where I got a lot of my stuff, my clothes. I got this hat there. Got this Mm. shirt there. Outfit um, by actually Buffalo. Actually, no, I got this uh, online on eBay. Hmm. I thought I was wearing my Leonard Skinner shirt. <laughs> um, yeah, I found a lot of really great stuff there. Hmm. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, and I, I guess I made the mistake once of asking, like, oh, is that, like, Arizona Trade Company? And you're like, no, <laughs> it is much better than Arizona <laughs> No, ATC is great. I yeah. think I was just, I think it, maybe that was when I first started working at ATC. It's just a lot, ATC is a lot smaller hmm. And um, don't see as many sellers. Um, Denver was nice because it was like, I saw all kinds of clothes. I saw like, it was packed all the time. Like, so no, they're both they're both great, just in different ways, I yeah. guess. Okay. I think I probably should, you know. But no, ATC is awesome. Everyone's chill there. Mm. What 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 do you think really makes you just gravitate towards like a certain hat or <laughs> outfit or something like that? I don't know. I don't no I think it has to be unique it has to like I want to know that it's gonna make me stand out or fit my body really well or I just love vintage mixing like vintage and new stuff I just love clothes I just think like if it's something that I have like an emotional immediate reaction to I guess I kind of have to have it kind of thing I guess Um, dangerous yeah it's pretty dangerous (laughs) it's like so dangerous I have like so many wish lists online for like shoes that I want to buy it's so bad I have a shopping problem for sure <laughs> but yeah maybe maybe you have a future in doing some kind of distro or boutique or yeah something definitely like that. I definitely want to have my own like vintage shop someday or something It'd be really cool it's just a lot of work a yeah. lot of people I know who keep up with like vintage shops it's like all they do like they go like 
thrifting nonstop. I mean, I guess that would be a fun life, I guess. I'm sure I'd fit right in, yeah. but... Yeah, run it, like running, yeah, just like being a small business owner in general, like running a record store, running a, yeah. a clothing store, just, yeah, it's, it sounds pretty exhausting from yeah. any of the experience I've had, so. Yeah, it takes a lot of effort. But that's, I guess that's just what you got to do to be your own boss mm-hmm. most of the time, so it's, it's something to strive for, I guess. Yeah. Um... But yeah, um, do you do you have any any last shout outs or anything you want to talk about? Um, let's see. Yeah, stay tuned for our demo. It's coming out soon, I promise. Mm. For those who are waiting. Um I think um oh, we're playing a show on Monday with Bruised mm. at Awful House. Um there's also a show Tomorrow night at is it Stacy's? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, I think I think Beyond both Peace? of these will already have happened because th- this comes out Tuesday. Oh, uh, so. comes out Tuesday. Okay, mm. well, yeah. If you were there, I hope you had fun. Yeah, it was a, um, it was a, a lot else, of fun. What else is coming up? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. And do you, is do you have like a, an online store for any of your prints or anything right now? Yeah, yeah. I do. I have um, like a big cartel like. For some prints, um, also probably be putting some new prints up there soon. I also have a bunch of these shirts I made left. <laughs> so if you're looking to get like some cool shirts, I have them on my site too. Is, is that the one with, with like the, the little, white shirt with yeah, all the, the symbols on it? Mm. Yeah, I, I like seeing people around KC wearing it. Um, I'm just a terrible businesswoman. I'm just really bad at selling my own stuff. Mm. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's on my Instagram. Make me ugly. Uh, you'll see my big cartel link. Kayla Hobbenshield, whatever. But yeah. Oh, have I been saying it wrong the whole time? What? How do you say my last name? Hobbins Child. It's, it's Close. Yeah, it's Hobbins Shield. Hobbins Shield. Okay. Hobbins Child, it's like the same thing to me. Okay. But it's, yeah, it's very German. I've learned. <laughs> I, I know better it's now. A hard, it's a hard one. When I was a kid, I could only spell like the first like four letters because I was like, I don't, oh, I don't man. know how that's, to spell this. That's got to be kind of a bummer. <laughs> like, oh, we have uh, Alex... Uh, Smith here, <laughs> and then uh, Kayla Hobb. Uh, yeah, people uh, are just struggle. It's you know, I'm used to it. It's a doozy. <laughs> but yeah, so people can check out your Instagram and your big cartel, and um, they can go to shuttlecockmusic.com and read the site. Uh, there's a link to our store with t-shirts and buttons. Uh, there's the Shellcock House Party coming up on October 7th Ooh. at the Come and Go House. Um, that's featuring Solomon and Devil's Den. Devil's Den features members of Blindside USA. And that'll be a fun show. It's $5 suggested donation, 9 p.m. And check out the ADD podcast with Jason Barr. And I think that's it. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for having me on here.